This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Dirt, an audio drama, is a production of Studio 5705. Chapter 18, Part 2. You know, I would like to buy something, actually. How much for the accordion? Ah. I have it listed for... $30. 30 You sure that's enough? For something your grandmother gave to you? Well, that's nice of you to consider, but I don't have any real attachment to it. So, 30 is fine. Okay. I'll take it. Can you add it to my breakfast bill? I can do that. Just sign right there on the screen. There you go. You know, you're the second person to look closely at that photo today. Oh yeah? An older man was here just a bit ago, doing the same thing. Is that right? Would you mind if I take a picture of the photo? If it was for sale, I'd say yes. But since it's not, feel free. All right. Thanks again for everything. Nice talking with you. Yeah, you too. Ernesto's accordion. <laughs> I look all over the old accordion, studying it for any clue that might reveal itself. This thing must have something to do with why I'm here. But what is it? Is there something about the accordion that I need to figure out? G. A. F. I listen long enough to determine that the detector is repeating the same four letters. G-A-F-C. What is that supposed to mean? I ask the detector the same question a couple of times. 
and each time, the detector spells out the same answer. G-A-F-C. Is that an acronym? Wait. Oh. <laughs> Keep practicing your piano. <laughs> Imo. I've never played an accordion before, but I've seen people do it. So I clumsily place my hands on either end of the instrument, with my left hand in a leather strap and my right hand on the keyboard. Okay. There. Oop. <laughs> A Oop F Sounds out of tune C Whoa. One end of the bellows comes apart from the instrument. <laughs> and as it does, a small piece of thick paper, like a business card, drops in my lap. What does that say? There are words typed on it in courier font. Search where the photo was taken. <sighs> Hold on where the photo was taken. Maybe the guy in the cafe will know. Hang on. Maybe there's something in the photo. Whew, man. That is super washed out. I quickly use different photo filters to try to bring out the details better. Hmm. Oh, there. Positioned above and behind Imo, who was holding a violin, and Ernesto, who was holding the accordion, and the two other men, one of whom is holding a guitar and the other a banjo, is a barely visible sign showing the intersection of two streets. Okay. Sixth Street and Railroad Street. 
Yes. Where is that? Nice. Just a few blocks from here. Call Mel. Finally. I need 15 seconds. Okay. Sixth and Railroad. So, which conference room did you snag? Ice Lounge, near the kitchen. Hmm. But you don't get to do small talk right now. How do you know I had anything to do with you getting questioned? Do you realize who you're talking to? Well, it's true. I've never known anyone with your kind of intuition. But, to answer your question, no. I'm not sure who I'm talking to anymore. What changed? Yesterday morning, we were texting niceties to each other. Then in the afternoon, you have me followed? So you did know? The whole time? Are you really that interested in what groceries I buy? How did you make the connection? When I do a background check, I pay for the best. It was very comprehensive. I have photos of the whole family. <sighs> Look, Antonia was just doing me a favor. You know, I was going to let it go. Or bring it up some other time. But I decided against that when your detective friends showed up at work today asking to see me. Whoa. What the? As Mel says this, I see an RV pass by slowly, about three blocks away. Hmm. That's interesting. An RV that looks exactly the same as the one I saw earlier, near Pinto Dam. Huh. It stops just beyond an intersection, where it has a clear view of me and me of it. Mel, prove to me that you're in the office right now and not in some RV. What is this? Some little test? Walk to the front desk while we're on the phone. I want to speak to Lauren. I assume you got the flowers that I asked her to send to you. I'm allergic to lilies. I didn't know that. <sighs> Whatever. Fine. Hi! Yes, I got them. Well, that was very kind of you and Joseph to do that. <laughs> Actually, he wants to talk to you real quick. He's right here on the phone. Do you have a sec? Aw. Oh my gosh. Huh. How are you doing? <laughs> hey, Lauren. I'm good. I just want to say how much I appreciate you ordering those flowers yesterday. Oh, no problem. That's what I'm here for. Huh. Well, you do a lot more around there than just that. That's nice of you to say. You left in such a hurry on Friday. But I hear you're coming back now? <sighs> you did. Don't worry. We're keeping everything ready for you. So does it feel like you'll be back later this week? Uh... 
I'm not sure just yet. <laughs> well, don't be away for too long. <laughs> okay. Would you mind handing the phone back to Mel? Okay. See you soon. Bye, Joseph. See you, Lauren. <laughs> okay. Convinced now? <sighs> Please walk to my desk. There's something in a drawer that I want you to tell me that you see. Wow. Overly thorough much? It's the second drawer down in my filing cabinet. The one I keep locked. Even from you. Whatever. I'm here. Okay. No, not back yet. I have him here on the phone, though. He... Sure. Deshaun says hi. Huh. Please tell him I said hello. He says hi back. Dude, so glad you're coming back. <laughs> Jeez. <sighs> okay. The code is 0403. Seriously? That way I never forget your birthday. <sighs> okay, your little locked drawer is now... <laughs> this is what you keep in here? You can have some if you want. Mm, no thanks. I didn't know Twix came in cookies and cream. Now you do. Satisfied? That's a different candy bar. <laughs> I don't understand you. Mel, were you at the crosswalk when I almost got hit? Why don't you ask the detectives? They know my answer. I might just do that. By the way... I know you downloaded all the traffic camera footage. Anna told me you called and requested it. Why didn't you just ask me? And what were you trying to accomplish yesterday with your little stakeout stunt anyway? I had to see no. if you were... No. No what? No, you can't just follow me or question me. Not after everything I've done for you. You're really weird now, after all this Wapato stuff. Whoa. What? Hey, Mel. Hold on, one sec. In the distance, I see the parked RV's taillights come on. As if it might be leaving. Oh, of course you're in your car. Where, pray tell, this time? Come on. Don't leave yet. Hello? Just a second. Who are you? When I get about a block from the RV... Oh, crap. It starts to drive away. Come on, camera. Focus. Hello? Get the license plate. Mel, would you be able to look something up for me? What? What? Just like that? When you need something? Suddenly you trust me again? <sighs> Never mind. Forget it. Whatever. Have a nice life.
that what am I doing <sighs> wait text Carl hey Carl it's Ralph <laughs> hey I'm wondering if you might be able to do something for me I need to know who owns a black RV I can send you a picture of the lice. No. What am I doing? Man. Cancel text. Jeez. Antonia finally texting. Detective Peterson questioned your former assistant today. Alibi checks out. Three co-workers attest to her being in the office during the entire time frame of the crosswalk incident. Wow. There's more that's unrelated to her. Call at your convenience. You're kidding. How could I be so wrong? Oh, Mel. I am such a jerk. Looking around, the significance of this location isn't at all obvious. It's basically a vacant lot with tumbleweeds and patches of overgrown grass along the main road in town. But in my mind, I can picture structures being here. Structures of plywood and canvas to house workers and their families. Structures with just enough space between them for comfortable evening strolls in the desert air or for tossing ragged baseballs to stray dogs. And a common area at the center, large enough for groups to dine or talk together. And a kitchen where cooks prepare soup and meat pies and fresh sourdough bread. And on Fridays and Saturdays, fresh corn on the cob, and giant sockeye fillets caught and trucked in from the lower Columbia. And among it all, couples and families, some young, some older, some well off, some very poor, some with children, and some without, sitting on picnic benches or wooden chairs next to cloth doors that flap in the breeze. 
waving hello to each other through the dust and mosquitoes, all marveling at the strange landscape that they find themselves living among in this tiny outpost on the scablands of Washington's North Central interior. Ah, there you are. I'm very sorry. Sorry for what? I'm sorry for doubting you. And for following you. And for making you pass tests. I was wrong. And you were right. Right about what exactly? I am different. Something has changed. Well, it's good to hear you acknowledge it. So, now what? Does everyone really expect me to be back at work in a few days? Almost everyone. <laughs> Mel, I need your help. I... I want your help. Would you please be willing to help me again? Maybe. Oh. Okay. On one condition. What's that? That you properly introduce me to Antonia sometime. She seems kind of badass. <laughs> she is. And I will. That is, if she ever talks to me again.
Dirt, an audio drama, is a production of Studio 5705 and is written, directed, and produced by me, Chris Cayella. This chapter features the voice talents of Sean Noyes as the cafe owner, Jesse Brown as Mel, and Sarah Cayella as Lauren. I play the part of Joseph. For more information about Dirt, an audio drama, visit dirtaudiodrama.com. And if you like what you hear and haven't done so yet, please rate Dirt 5 stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Ratings and reviews really do help the podcast grow. We'll be back soon with chapter 19 and more developments with Motorpool, Molecular, Mel, Antonia, and the treasure hunt. Until then, and as always, thank you very much for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Seventeen point nine cycles ago, us machines defeated the humans. Now we're living the good life here in Droidston, Manitoba. Morning, Gif. Morning, Dust. But there's still the problem of human infestation. That's what it's time to call Human Be Gone. Experts in ethical human relocation. <laughs> This job has everything. Danger. Whoa! Sounds like we got some dingers in there. Excitement. Incoming. And drama. You're the one who leaked herself in my pesmati rice bed. It's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. Oh! Human be gone. Coming soon wherever you get your podcasts.